I'm Laura Linney, and this is Masterpiece Classic. Last time on Down Abbey, Episode 4, the fair was in town. Hughes got a proposal. She turned the man down. Bates threatened to kill Thomas after he, uh, went on a date with Daisy at the fair. And, uh, Mary was beside herself following the Pamuk's death. And, uh, Matthew was trying to disentangle himself from the entail. I think that was about it for the episode. Oh, and Mosley had a hand problem. So now, we'll see what happens next in Down Abbey, Episode 5. Welcome to the Lords of Grantham podcast, season one, episode five. Mm-hmm. We're back. Yeah. It, uh, so it's funny. So since the last time we recorded, uh, when I was here in town last time, I saw that my Amazon had episodes watched ahead of where I had actually watched. And I thought that was confusing. I was like, oh, maybe my mom started watching it because... You know, I watched a couple with her. Maybe she kept doing it on her own. I asked her, and she's like, no, no. And I walked in the room at one point, and I saw my dad was watching it. Like, he, he's, he watched all of season one, and I was like, oh, wow, okay. He's actually into it. And then I come back this time. He's already finished season three. He's on season four. And this wow. Is like, within a week's span, he is blazing right through Downton Abbey. I have a feeling we're going to have a special guest on soon. Maybe. I don't know. I was trying to work from home today, and he was playing Downton in the background. I was like, no, no, no. I, I know I've watched the show, but I'm trying to keep myself fresh for the second time around. It was it was a real struggle. Welcome welcome to Downton Abbey. Hey, if you're a new fan who's who's listening because of us, uh, hit us up. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Thanks. My, if, you're, if you're my dad, hit us up on the Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> hit us up that. on the, the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, but... Uh, what did we? Uh, where, where did we leave off last time? Uh, we we left off asking what are frocks, and we did some research. And the truth is, I don't know if we're any closer to knowing exactly why they were calling it frocks in the episode. Uh, when I researched it, they, they appear to be dresses, and uh, they also are coats that men wore in the nineteenth century. I mean, it's a it's a, a frock is a term that is uh, is applied to many things. Um, it's a it's a kind of a a style i guess for a dress uh originally according to wikipedia a frock was a loose long garment with wide full sleeves uh such as the what monks or priests wore uh yeah (laughs) no wonder she sybil is so excited for a new frock she's a she's a monk right and i i guess it's just it's just evolved through time like what it could you know be referred to as a and it in the 19th century, it was characterized by full skirts reaching to the lower thigh or knee. This is the men's coat style of a frock. Now, I think we're good on frocks. Yeah. <laughs> we obviously don't know what we're talking about. So, And it's vague enough that we probably shouldn't have even invested as much time to begin with. Yeah, that's true. It's all good, though. Mm-hmm. It's all good, and it's all in fun. Yeah. So we want to get to the episode? Episode five, yeah. Yeah. Wahoo. Uh, okay, so this episode had me laughing early on because... 
you know, the, the you have the swelling music, the episode's in full, like, let's go. And then within a minute, the music just becomes this dark, uh, heavy, like, you know, string session of whatever. I don't know. Because D- Daisy's just freaking out within a minute of the episode. Because... She has, like, PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Just from seeing... What she saw were legs being brought into a room. Well, Mr. Pramuk's room. He, he, she saw the body being carried in she there. She went to the fair and went on a date with Thomas as if nothing was a problem. And, and see, this is where you were wrong in the power rankings last time. You said Daisy was having it rough because she was getting played. She forgot all about this dead body because she's being oh, swept up oh, yeah, by geez. Thomas. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Thomas should technically get the assist for that. Yeah, exactly. But, uh... Yeah, she's freaking out because it, she thinks it could be Titanic-related or Pamuk-related. And everyone was just like, Daisy. It's, it's absolutely Pamuk-related. Yeah. yeah it yeah. is just Pamuk-related. She's trying to to tell people that. Mm-hmm. It's Pamuk. Yeah, just calm down, Daisy. Oh, but for what it's worth noting, this episode does take place three months after the last one. Oh, So, she's so another been, close timeline. Yeah, and it's been getting worse for her than this PTSD. Yeah. Like, <laughs> remembering this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but the the funny thing is, like, so the word starts to spread around that she knows something about this and makes it way its way to Thomas and O'Brien. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's just funny how these these you keep circling around the same thing. They're things like the, like like rats in a Disney movie. <laughs> because so this is an absurd thing. Okay, this is like a big showdown episode between Thomas and Bates over a simple thing. Is that? Thomas tries to nick a bottle of wine. Not try, succeeds. He's nicking the bottle of wine. (laughs) And Bates catches him. And Bates just walks in. He's like, have you seen Mr. Carson? Yeah. You bastard. (laughs) Every time. Yeah, he he just says that anymore. I don't know. He just doesn't care. really vulgar it up to the show. (laughs) Yeah, real fast. And Thomas is like, "Mm hmm. He he gets a little snivelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We start to see the rat teeth. But I like how he's like, oh, he caught me with a bottle of wine. And uh, O'Brien, it's time to get rid of him. <laughs> like it's just time for him to go. Uh, and and then they hatch this plot where like, well, they steal like a, a cigarette box or something. A well, they call m- it a snuff box. A, oh, so is that like chewing tobacco? I have no idea because snuff, as we know it today, is like films where people get murdered. And well, that, snuff is like chewing tobacco too. Is it? I, I thought that was so. like huff. Huff? No, you don't huff. No, you don't <laughs> huff what you eat. You huff what you smell. Oh, yeah, that's a different kind of drug. Okay, yeah, yeah, I totally got this wrong. Lord Grantham's huff. <laughs> <laughs> He's missing his favorite box. No, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, no, it's just like a little trinket. Yeah. That goes missing. I, I do want to know what a snuff box is, though. We, we need to get <laughs> yeah, to okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a frock. It, they have a frock inside the snuff box. Um, but anyway, so that goes missing, and they're also trying to figure out what's going on with. Uh, with Daisy, so they can get that leverage of uh, what's going on, uh, which is kind of weird because we ended one episode with O'Brien being like, "Huh, she knows something," but now she has more of an idea, I guess, of what to do with it. Yeah, um, they're trying to like put Daisy on edge, right? <laughs> which is crazy because Thomas already has his claws in her, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, which res- results in a. In a a scary moment for Daisy where she's on the stairwell and on each side is uh, you got O'Brien at the bottom and then Thomas behind her and it's just like get out of there Daisy that's <laughs> not a good place to be we also find out that Thomas is like a, a figure in the gossip column world is he? I, I miss he that he sends like oh. letters to people and that winds up starting rumors he's kind of like was it Salvadan or whatever his name or um, 
Salvadant? Because <laughs> he sends a letter, and O'Brien's like, oh, he, he's as quiet as his mouth is wide or whatever or something. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, you're you're a dumbass if you're trying to scheme there, uh, Thomas. Yeah, Thomas is just trying to – he's trying. He's like uh, Perez Hilton of Downton Abbey. Is that even? I guess you can't even really say Perez. That's kind of irrelevant. <laughs> that was like a he's like the ago. TMZ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lord Savadent. He sends it to a lord. Uh, this just dude who's a butler is sending gossip. And it makes sense if it was like the Duke or someone like that. He had like hung around with. I don't know. Maybe Lord Sav- Savadent was a guy he hung around with. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're they're doing their own scheme in there, and that results in like. Uh, was it uh daisy she's like so on edge she's like not eating they give her a, like a, a jar of biscuits because she she looks like she she hasn't eaten all day Which, oh yeah she's holding the biscuits right and then th- how weird is the biscuit jar in and of itself i know I, I i noted this to myself like i would love to have a biscuit jar like if i just got you know, it's like crackers it's not like our definition yeah. of biscuits but like if it was an american <laughs> version had real biscuits in there oh biscuits Right near my what bed. What happened to my biscuit jar? <laughs> I don't give a shit if they get stale or o- old or whatever. If I had biscuits, I'm going to be eating those a lot. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to put a two-week-old biscuit in front of you and see if you eat it. Hey, man. Taste I- test on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I love biscuits. Um, but that biscuit, let's talk about the biscuit. They have just... This is a thing that people of that status had just had a cookie jar next to their bed that they just never ate yeah and then there. anna anna gives one to daisy yeah and then mr carson stumbles in like what are you doing there? oh because gwen gwen falls ill oh fakes. Uh, yeah fakes Her- going hooray down. and more gwen yeah yeah i still don't care about gwen even with this episode let's just move along because you know we'll talk to the yeah, mr carson is asks what she's doing with the biscuit jar and she's just cleaning it she's cleaning it yeah she, she's eating the biscuit though yeah so so gwen in this episode she uh she gets another job interview, mm-hmm. and she has probably the roughest go of anyone trying to get to a job interview, so short of going into a car crash on your way to a job interview or whatever. They, the horse goes lame, <laughs> like uh like so they actually they get to the interview on time and everything. Mm-hmm. She has it, but on the way back, the horse gets stuck in mud, and they fall in the mud. <laughs> yeah, they get completely just covered in mud. Lady Sybil, Lady <laughs> Sybil, we see it's just like a straight up good character. Yeah, she's just a good person. She's a feminist, and uh, you know she she she's means a, well. Yeah, she's just so, maybe a socialist, maybe M- maybe, and she's covered in mud this episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> let's let's take a step back there. The horse goes lame, and people are asking for a moment. Where is Lady Sybil? Oh, there's like a there are people who think she's dead. <laughs> yeah, really grim there. Uh, they, just, they just went there, um, and the funny thing is, she doesn't even get the job, Gwen. <laughs> like, no, they go through all that, and she doesn't even get the job. It's like. This is why I don't care. Like it's just a seri- this is just life. Someone going through job interviews and having dead ends. Like I don't care that Gwen is struggling to get and a at, job. And at what point is it like just Gwen's not a good candidate? Why is Sybil so concerned about this woman? She saw that she had a typewriter, so she has potential. Oh, yeah, she invested in a typewriter. <laughs> yeah, no, we haven't seen her use the typewriter. So yeah, we don't, we don't even know if she's good. <laughs> yeah. But it's like for me, like personally, I went through like the whole job hunt thing for a long sentence period of time after graduating college during the worst economic crisis ever that went for a while so like i was watching this and i remember like gwen gets a job is going to get a job in a few episodes potentially good for her i don't care i don't care about gwen at all so let's just, let's just move along yeah yeah uh there's a flower show there is a flower show it's a pretty big deal it is a big deal and Madeline isabel yeah 
tries to imply, rather does not try, mm-hmm. she outright a- asks the Dowager if the reason she wins every year is because it's rigged. Yeah, which it, it might be. It might be. And who is her biggest competition? <laughs> oh, let's say it's everybody's favorite. Yeah. Mosley. Mosley. Mosley Sr., actually. Miss, yeah, but Mosley. Because, because, well, Mosley came and touched a ruby. He's got the allergy, <laughs> yeah, man. He's, he's got to wear gu- gloves. Right, exactly. His least favorite thing. Right. Senior, senior Mosley, uh, he's he's the guy picking all her, her flowers for her. I do like that the flower show, and Down does this a couple times, mm-hmm. the fair to a lesser degree and more in future episodes, there's these little events that sort of bring upstairs and downstairs together. Yeah. And they're all wearing like white suits at this flower show. <laughs> yeah, because it's during the day. They got to And, and, and uh, Lord Grantham has like a fedora on or yeah. whatever the 1913 equivalent of a fedora is. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because Mosley is so senior is so it's, it's like father like son there. He's so just a downtrodden type of dude who just I don't know. He he, he they both seem just content in being whatever walked it over. Is. Yeah, they like to be they, they like to be doormats essentially. Uh, yeah, they are. Well, yeah, they're Molesleys. They're right. mole. Their name is Molesley. Yeah, it's not Mosley. Molesley. So these are the mole men. Yes, <laughs> in this episode, these are the mole boys. Yeah, yeah, pa- yeah. Papa and son. Right, and I love how the Dowager kind of plays dumb about this whole thing. Like, oh, you know, I just happen to win every year. And but stuff. it's not even her. She doesn't do anything. It's their gardener. Right. So she's accepting this award because she pays a guy. Yeah. And Isabel is like adamant. <laughs> Isabel's fighting hard for this stupid flower show. Yeah. Well, she's just trying to get back at her after last week, after you know she was proven to be so wrong with her assessment of uh, Mosley. Yeah, and I guess if you think about it, it's three months of probably bitterness. Oh yeah, <laughs> just festering. And uh, we can just cut to the chase. Like the Dowager has a change of heart. You know, like she, she, yeah, she's looking at the results, and she wins, but she lets Mister Mosley have it. Very good moment. Very sweet. Very. Uh, we don't really see the Dowager act mm-hmm. in a very selfless way much on Down Abbey. Right. Yeah, but the funny thing is, though, it did make me wonder: Would she have actually won this thing? Does she actually win this thing? Because she did actually win this, and even though Mister Mosley probably had a better showing, you wonder maybe maybe she actually is like legit. Her paid gardeners are legit. Yeah. yeah but yeah. either way, she huge, huge change of heart. Yeah. And it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the better moments of this season, just that moment. Because the Molesleys got a rough go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not easy for those Molesleys. No, no, no. Uh, what m- else? Mary. I mean, that's like that's the biggest plot line going on, really. Oh yeah, Mary. Mary's got an episode this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she, uh, Grantham's not happy with her because she's not making any efforts to kind of make herself more. Uh, you know, she's not reading through the stud book. No, and his best option is his old friend of his, who's just Oof, like an old man, Sir Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why? Who in their right mind would pawn off their daughter to a man their own age? That's just like uh, Donald Trump, I guess. But like, that's just creepy. <laughs> like. And we find out that Evelyn Napier won't marry her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that, that? that is addressed in the episode. Our, There's so much talking in this episode, it's hard to keep up. Napier, nope, wants nothing to do Who with Who is this it. guy? First he shuts off uh, Edith back in episode three, and your name is Evelyn, dude, and you're going to turn off Mary, too? Get out of here. Get, get out of here. You can stay out of here, Evelyn. We don't want to see you. <laughs> Hang out with your dead friend, Pamuk. Right, right. 
And I like how there's a callback now to episode three with Matthew talking about like he went church hunting with Edith. And oh, he, he's like, I'm not going to do that again. Why, why do you think I would want to do that? And it's, Oh, yeah. There's a great quote where where Isabel is Isabel and uh, Matthew are talking and mm-hmm. and Matthew says, I think she's barking up the wrong tree to which his mother replies. I hope there's a right tree. Oh, God. So Isabel or Edith yeah. rather. Downer Edith. Yeah, yeah. She ain't got nothing going. Right. Well, then that ties back into downstairs, though, because she does have one thing going for her. She has Daisy telling her about what she might have seen. And why did... How... Let's let's backtrack a little bit. Yeah. What puts Daisy in the room with Edith? Rather, who? Oh, my God. O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. A little sniveling. rats. Yeah. Which is so sniveling, because, like, O'Brien is the helper of Cora. She's going Edith with this news? She's a snitch. Yeah. She yeah. is no good. Her and Thomas are no good. Not at all. And we won't even see what Daisy exactly tells Edith. We just know that Edith kind of has an upper hand because she knows something happened. Yeah. And then <laughs> she she knows... Yeah, she just knows something happened. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that kind of leads uh, to the, the dinner, right? Yeah. Because... Uh, Weird old man Sir Anthony shows up. <laughs> yeah. He he, I yeah I don't know. This guy looks like a like a just a silly man. He just like, is like a a a dunce. Yeah, he pretty much is. And was he, he talking about farming or something? Yeah, like machinery will take over one day. Yeah, when and, Edith is putting the moves on, I, she wants to she, see the machinery. Oh, she is flexing. Like this is a no flex zone, and she is totally flexing on she Sir is, Anthony. Oh, and Anthony is. All about it. Oh, you want to talk about farming? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And everything. A, I mean, when you're Sir Anthony, you're you're Lord Grantham's age. And, and Lord, you got a youngest daughter, yeah. or is Sybil the youngest, or is Edith the youngest? Edith is youngest. Yeah. Edith is the you know, good mm-hmm. jo- good job, Anthony. You found somebody, right? And I love that Mary feels like she's getting shown up by Edith, and it's like, why are you competing over this guy? Like, there's just nothing to compete over. And Edith is having a good time, and then Mary, Mary's cutting in, right? Well. well well, before, yeah, she is cutting in. Before she cuts in with Sir Anthony, there is, she's using Cousin Matthew during the dinner as sort of a, a keeper mm-hmm. busy. Right, exactly. They're having a grand old time. Mm-hmm. And, and Matthew, yeah, they, they have good chemistry. They're they, finally vibing. Yeah. yeah After yeah. over a year, I think, timeline-wise, they're finally on the same page. Mm-hmm. It's funny too, because like you know, Mary's so against the idea of him being forced on her. But you know, the more time they spend together, you just see like. This just makes sense. And like now you're just being hard-headed, Mary, because you just don't want to deal with this whole thing. You want to be your own woman. But, like, come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And then what does she do? She goes in the room, and she uh, she gets with it. She talk, starts talking to Anthony. And, like, Edith's like, oh, I bet you can't. She does. She does. <laughs> and then she tries to – because she shows him a book. And he's like, you're right. This is a good book. And then – Edith is talking to cousin Matthew like, "Oh, Mary doesn't want to play with you right now." Yeah, and Matthew's just like, "I'm not." I don't want, Matt, I'm, and Matthew leaves. Yeah, he just gets Matthew's out. Matthew's sad, and then Mary goes chasing after him because you know what? Maybe she likes him right back. And then Grantham has like some like really deep quote, you know, like you know she thinks she she can play with toys and they'll be the same when she just leaves them there, and it's just like, yeah, pretty real good way to analyze your eldest daughter. Yeah, it's it's really on the. It's not really on point, and like I feel for Matthew this episode because like when he gets home, he, you know he's like, I thought I, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, I, maybe he was barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, and I just kind of hate Edith this episode because like I know Mary's real mean to her, 
But then Edith closes like she who has the laugh, last laugh, laughs the longest. And it's like that's a real like s- like sinister way to address your competition with your sister yeah. there for this old guy. Well, in fairness, Mary's kind of Mary's cutting hard too. Yeah, that's true. It's very it's like extreme pettiness between these sisters. Definitely. And and the silly thing is like, do you really want this guy? Because okay, there's stuff going on downstairs with Pat Moore. She has trouble seeing. I yeah. guess if that's how you want to do this transition. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It leads to that because uh, at first, uh, Cora approaches Pat more about baking oh, I, some like apple thing, right? And then that Anthony wants. Yeah, and Pat Moore's like, no, no, I'm, we're going to do <laughs> the this. The raspberry do just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, she's she just keeps berating Daisy throughout this episode, and it's not entirely clear why like, we have yeah, some something ideas. fall, they drop something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and uh Daisy Cook says like it's cuz she can't see it then she's just like shut up we 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 don't, we don't even see it in the room at one point but in the side room you hear uh, Pat Moore say like Judas was only or <laughs> Judas was only trying to help <laughs> which is just so oh my god so mean to say that this is why last episode I was saying let Daisy have her happy moments because she just gets beaten she's on she gets railed on <laughs> yeah and, and then uh Oh my god, they drop a chicken on the floor. Which and a is, cat like a cat comes out of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. And Pat Moore says what the heart can't see the uh, the heart can't grieve or what the eyes can't see the heart can't grieve. That's, and they give the cat a cat bit at this chicken and they give it to hopefully I, I did, I, the cat did not bite at that chicken. Yeah, they show the cat biting and licking the the bird on the ground. I think you're imagining it. I, I am definitely not imagining that. Okay. The, it falls on the ground and the cat comes in like not eats oh, it. Oh god, that's so disgusting. I, I hope Sir Anthony gets that one. <laughs> poor, yeah, poor Sir Anthony. Because the thing is, what happens is they go to serve the dessert, and then uh, <laughs> Pat Moore says, "We need to put some sugar on this." She puts salt on that thing, <laughs> and the funny thing is, Anthony's reaction is, "Good God!" And everyone just looks at him like, "What the? F- what is up with this old man?" Like he just has this like weird reaction at this table, and. It's already weird that this old guy's trying to make moves on the younger women, but he's just looking like a fool there. <laughs> and it's just he freaks out because there's yeah. salt on dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then it, they have like an intervention with Pat Moore. Yeah, because Cora's like, bring fruit, bring cheese, anything to make the taste <laughs> go. And she's anything. Not, yeah, they are not happy. And if there if this was like a wrestling crowd, they'd just be chanting like, "You messed up, you messed up," at Pat Moore. She's crying. <laughs> she's, oh, she's she has a day. Yeah, but she, then she doesn't even apologize to Daisy. She's trying to blame Daisy again. There, like, who are you, Patmore? You're going blind. <laughs> you're, you're like, this is just not a good place. Like, there's I, nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, we. All, but she doesn't want to lose her job. Probably. I mean, that's the big thing. Like, who? She, who oh, I think putting salt on the tart. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing about this, about, about all these Downton servants is like. They really don't want to lose their gigs. Like they really want to hold on to these roles, and it's so bizarre to me. And this is like a thing that just goes on with the whole show in general. Because like the way Julian Fellows writes it, he writes it as if it's like an honor for them to be serving these people. Because I think he honestly believes that. But and I think, I think maybe Carson is the the voice that says that the most. Right, and you see so how- maybe that's Julian Fellows is kind of pov as mr carson right because he sees how respectable it is how respected he is like it's a good place to be but it's like people who the hell would want to be living as these servants there that's just a terrible idea like I, I don't know it's it's bizarre to me but uh it's we'll see what happens with pat Moore. you know <laughs> hopefully that, that she can get her vision back i mean 
look at Bates. He he wore that thing for an episode. Well, then he was the limp correct, and then he wasn't using a, a cane for an episode. <laughs> but he's using a cane again this episode. Yeah. And then back to Mr. Bates. We talked about it before. That knickknack goes missing. That oh, yeah. Thomas and O'Brien <laughs> have mm-hmm. planted somewhere, or so they yeah. think. So Anna and Bates know once they find out that this thing is missing, they smell the yeah. rats at play. Right. And it's so adorable when uh, Anna tells him, like, check your own room. Leave me in there. <laughs> oh, uh, I will check my own room. So then <laughs> Anna and Bates, per- they they flip the game. Yeah. And Mr. Bates just goes, oh, I think it's time we have a search right now. Oh, yeah. I think that- and then we just see Thomas and O'Brien, like, <laughs> the stairwell. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. And then it has like what probably one of the funniest cuts of the show where they show the door open and then like <laughs> O'Brien's room is all torn <laughs> apart. Yeah, all over some snuff box. What is in that snuff box? And then Mr. Bates is just like he puts it back. He doesn't put it in their room. He doesn't sabotage them. Yeah, yeah. He just scares them and then he takes solace in that. Like he's he's fine knowing that they know that mm-hmm. he's on to them. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's funny uh, in this episode because there's a lot of Anna and Bates back and forth. You know, we see a lot more of their rapport. And it's funny at one point they're talking, they're having a conversation about Mr. Patrick, who, unless you all forgot, he's the cousin who died on the Titanic. And they're they're wondering if he had like a, a correspondence with uh, Mary at all. And um, it was Anna was saying like it's sad when someone doesn't love you at all or whatever. And like you know because. <laughs> It's so strange. But, but it's funny. Again, they're talking about a character we've never seen and we'll never see because he's dead already. And it's just funny how these... Aren't they implying that Edith has something with... That Edith had a crush on her? Oh, because he wrote her too, right? The, Edith was the one keeping right. the correspondence. See, remember I said in episode one yeah, yeah. that Edith had a thing for this guy. <laughs> Either what... way, yeah. back to what we were talking about. Right. Mr. Bates, had, what is it? He's like, sometimes you can't say... <laughs> what's going on? Say. Yeah, which is like, comes out of nowhere. Like, Bates has a secret? Like it's not a secret. He just got a crush on Anna. Is that what it is at the end though? Because I, I feel like that's kind of well. I mean, I think when she's when they're they're having the conversation about like do you know when Anna's like mm. sometimes people like each other and they want to say how much they love each other. Anna says that then she, she's she like, goes, I, "I love you, Mister Bates." Like right? Like she says that directly. And, <laughs> and then, then Mister Bates gets on the back of a cart. Yeah, what does Bates say? Like <laughs> you're a lady to me. <laughs> it's like okay, okay. He's like, "Were you married before?" And he's like. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's not the issue. Right, that's the thing. That that's what I wonder about the secret there. Like, I don't know, man. It's a little shifty there for Bates, but it's not the worst for Bates. You know, like yeah. he's just there's something up. I yeah. think he might. Is he just shy? Bates. I mean, I, I, he, we can tell he Anna Anna loves him. Yeah, it's out in the open. I, I think, like metaphorically, you know, the the whole Kane thing is him being kind of like you know impotent at some level. We'll so. see. I mean, we'll see as the show <laughs> it, it, plays we'll see out. if he's impotent or not. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> keep watching. <laughs> uh, Down Abbey. Um, what else happened this episode? Uh, it, it was kind of like a, a, a small episode, really. Like the flower show was the kind of a plot, right? But it really is a trifle. Over not not much yeah. going on, and then the thing with the Anna and and Mr. Bates and Thomas and O'Brien's kind of mm-hmm. the right under there, right? Uh, and obviously Lady Mary's a major player, right? Uh, the other notes I had from this episode, 
uh i like that they brought back around the ghost of being like gwen faked out uh for the for the interview that was her excuse like oh daisy <laughs> went ill in this room i'll go ill because there's a ghost like oh that's that's clever writing yeah that's well written and the other thing was uh edith not even knowing daisy's name <laughs> like when daisy comes to talk to her it's like what is your name it's like i mean i and again these people like working in this house they like these conditions and the people don't even know their names <laughs> and there's one one part where in the early on episode part of the episode mm-hmm. they're talking about cars right and uh lord grantham if we want to talk about somebody who's not savvy and looking forward to the future yeah he talks about how uh he doesn't want them driving because there were five cars in town yeah. and several more are driving by yeah it's like okay so how many horses can you have yeah yeah, yeah. five and, cars like he's complaining because there's five cars and how in town. expensive is it to keep horses on the farm and keep them bred and everything or fed and stuff like one died this episode yeah one went lame yeah and, and caused two young ladies to fall into mud yeah which is funny because when they're already running late gwen's hair already starts to fall a mess and everything it's like you're just running on the horses trying to get back in time why is your hair already all asunder yeah uh, i don't know gwen gwen's got a rough go of it she does but we don't care <laughs> so i, I guess are, are we good on this episode overall yeah 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 i think so all right you ready for the rankings yeah time for our power rankings mm-hmm. i'll start okay i have a lot of pairings in this episode. oh okay so the bottom, number three, yeah. so the best of the worst. Yeah. Gwen and Sybil. Really? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't get the job. Yeah. Horse goes lame. They fall in the mud. Doesn't she get another interview at the end of the episode, though? Or yeah, they... I mean, the overall episode, yeah. it's just kind of like crummy. I just don't care. They're yeah. not I mean, rankings. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, maybe. That's my my down number three is Rat Matthew. Like, I, I, I felt for that guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, how many guys have been through that where, like, I just had a really good time with that girl. And then it's like, oh no, she's now talking to another. Guy. Oh, that didn't mean anything. It's You're like just a puppet. Yeah, you. Just, I just know Matthew all too well there. Yeah, yeah. And my number two is another tie of Thomas okay. and O'Brien. <laughs> okay. <'Cause laughs> because like, one one thing that we didn't talk about with O'Brien was O'Brien wants to be in the room. Yeah. With Edith and Daisy to find out this information. Right. But Daisy's crying and she doesn't fess up until O'Brien is booted from the room. Yeah. So O'Brien's, she's scheming, she's scuffling, mm-hmm. trying to get that information. Yeah. Nope. She can't nope. get it. Yeah. They think they have the upper hand on Mr. Bates. They don't. Nope. <laughs> it's not a, it's a rough it's week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, number two is Daisy. Because she just gets browbeaten throughout the that episode. Is, like it's it, true. It, like, it, like, man, they are mean to her. And she, there's no, she's a sweet girl. She just has bad taste in men. That's the only fault about her. She's, she's severely traumatized. She's eating biscuits out of a jar to try and gain weight. Yeah. <laughs> that's just not a life to live. No. no. My, my number one, Miss Patmore. No, that's mine too. She's, <laughs> she's beside herself. She's broken. She, if she's causing Daisy this mm-hmm. pain, it's because she can't admit that she's, she's the one messing up. She's going blind. She can see she's going blind. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It's she pretty gets rough. she gets made a fool of by everybody because of this salt thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it, she really messed up. She, poor Sir Anthony. Yeah, poor. Well, poor, really poor Sir Anthony. He got, he had a mouthful of salt. Yeah, he looked like a fool. <laughs> but you know what though? On my power rankings for who's up, number three is Sir Anthony. Sir Anthony? Hell yeah! You know who? How often do you see on the show two men 
or uh, one man getting pursued by two women. Good, good for Anthony. And man. he's old and boring. Yeah, this guy is a dud, a dud of the century. And he's got Edith, which is like whatever. But she just come from a rich family, and you got Mary there too. Like Sir Anthony, man, you're having a good night, even if you ate the salt. <laughs> you had some cheese and grapes afterwards, and it was fine. Yeah, and you got to hang out with two beautiful young uh, Crawley, and I not think Crawley. He, um, no, uh, uh, the Granthams. Yeah, and I think that's what our podcast is named after, man. Yeah, I keep thinking like they're the Downtons. <laughs> My head, there's so what? many important <laughs> last names in Downton Abbey that I always mismatch. So them. many important last names and so many Thomases. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, the other thing too is he has legit chemistry with Edith, which oh, is absolutely good on them. You, my number three. Mm-hmm. And I shuffled my list around a couple times because this episode is is funky. Yeah. It's uh, father and son. <laughs> the champions. The Mosleys. The Mosleys. Yeah. They have a... I mean, Mosley doesn't get it good very often. You know, no. he just got over his rue allergy. Yeah, that's true. Good week for Mr. Mosley, I think. And his yeah. father. And it is a very sweet moment. Yeah, it is. Uh, my number two, it's uh, Edith. Because Edith, okay, I, I was actually thinking Edith. I like her chemistry with uh, Sir Anthony, and uh, again, that intel she gets on Mary gives her like the actual like, gumption to be like, you know, I'm gonna stick it to her. And we're, whether or not we enjoy the 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 one who laughs last mm-hmm. laughs the longest yeah. comment, it's very it's a power move. Yeah, she she's actually asserting herself for once in the house. Yeah, she's up to something. Yeah, so good to Edith. Uh, you know, she she doesn't even have to worry about Matthew not wanting to go check out more churches with her. Yeah. You don't need that. You <laughs> what got a, a terrible you, date. Like, why would she think that would lead to anything? Like, uh, we already went over this. <laughs> yeah, we know there is a right tree, and his name is Sir Anthony, and she just got to <laughs> climb on up. Exactly. You got. You get it, Edith. Get it, Edith. Do it one day. Uh, one day. You. You. You next, Dave. All right. My number two mm-hmm. is the Dowager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I think the moment of growth. I know a lot. I've. I've been critical of. Ending the episode with the change, yeah, affecting the overall episode. But it's a very big move as a human, yeah, for the Dowager, especially to put someone below you, above you. Yeah, it's and, very sweet. I was, yeah. I was legit. I, I, you know, that's one thing that I remember of the overall show. You oh, know, from yeah. the rewatch, I said that there's the episode where Pamuk dies. <laughs> there's the episode where there's the flower show and. The the dowager gives it to the Mosley. Oh, I completely forgot that she did that. Like, oh, I, 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 I thought she just lost. But on the rewatch, up. it's still very sweet and, yeah. and, and shows a lot of humanity. And, from, and, and, from and the for dowager. that reasoning, I have number one, Mister Mosley or Senior Mosley, not Sen- Senior Mosley. Yeah, Senior Mosley, because he won. He won the competition. That okay? Let, let's look at the record here. Uh, Dow- the dowager has won for about like two or three years straight, at least. So this it's implied that it's more. Yeah. So this is a big win. So like to win someone who's won multiple times, that automatically shoots you up to number one. Who knows if we'll see any more of him? Who knows if we even want to see any more of him? Yeah. But for this episode, he had a he had a day, and he had actually uh, those roses were beautiful. They were. That, that, that was a nice display. He Good had. job, Molesley. Yeah. He even got a compliment from Grantham or Cora as they're like inspecting them. Like, like do we have these on our property? And he's like, mm, no. I made them myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And your number one. It's another tie. Oh yeah, Anna and Mr. Bates. Wh- why? What? No. I think I think they try to get played. Okay. And they turn the tables in such a grand public fashion that it's a huge statement. Yeah. And and 
even though there's a secret, mm-hmm. there's chemistry there, and it's been acknowledged. Damn, the episode's so upset, though. I, di- I just don't agree. I don't think it's upset. I think it's it's aware. Yeah. Like, I didn't leave the episode being like, uh-oh, there's trouble in paradise. It's, it's mm-hmm. more like they're discovering. Yeah. Yeah, they're still feeling it out because, yeah, he has to break down his walls. Yeah, but it, it's a huge move forward. Mm-hmm. I think Anna saying she loves him is crazy. Not crazy bad, but crazy. Like, oh, she's crazy in love, man. Come yeah, on. she's crazy, in, and I think that's sweet, and I think yeah. Mr. Bates is just trying to wrap his head around it. Good week for him. Why and the whole thing, how Why? would you, how would you, the, the, the thing with the the flipping the tables on Thomas and O'Brien yeah. is so good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So uh, this overall, this episode, would you say it's good, bad, eh? I think eh, leaning to bad. Really? <laughs> What? I think it's just you said this is, one, this is one of the most memorable episodes Moments. for you. Oh, Moments. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I would say this is a good episode. I, it's a little come down from last week with Bates' aggression. But, <laughs> but I mean, from the opening moment when Daisy's like freaking out and the music yeah, is so intense. Okay, I'll, I'll change it. I, I yeah. think I'm eh. And I'm a solid eh. Pat Moore's uh, beratement of Daisy and her crying at the end, that stuff was just so compelling to me. Just uh, It was just, I don't know, it was just so out of left field and I, original. I, I, I love that, so... It was a good week. It's a th- firm thumbs up from you, and I I will amend. Yeah. Solid eh. Yeah. And now we're heading into the home stretch of the season. We have two more episodes left. Yeah. What will happen? I don't know. They have a, they have a lot to wrap up here. We'll, we'll see. And with that, we'll wrap up here. Yeah. Lords of Grantham. See you next time. Episode six coming at you. Yep.